This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fatty sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Because niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle hat Titan. A.K.A. the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the Technology Snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda, don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man, Dame, three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 262. On you hoes. On you hoes. Back like we never left, man. Yeah, man. It feels good to be back, man. It does. I haven't seen you in like in two weeks. two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I know like y'all heard an episode, but like. We we had that in the stash and then we took. Because we recorded that like the day after we did our last episode. So. And then we took a week off. Yeah, man. Uh, so. First time ever, I think we would like taking just like we had a, one in the stash and then took a week off and just didn't do nothing. Yeah. Um, Feel strange. But, uh, you know, we still drop an episode. Yeah, sometimes you need a vacation. Yeah, it was a couple of things you can count on on Saturday mornings. And an episode of Shop Talk Podcast is one of them. Black Jesus waking you up on Saturday and then Shop Talk Podcast. Uh, Black Jesus, because there are no white people in the Bible. All right. There's no, I mean, that's that's not that's not a, a, a crazy statement. That is just pure fact. There are no white people in the Bible. Says uh, Paul Mooney. Uh, what, what was it? What was this joint? Uh, Negro Damas? No, some something. Cleopatra was black. He had a, his comedy special was like. I mean, Cleopatra. The first, first of all, I don't even want to dive too. We don't have to go too deep into it. But just based off of geography alone, I don't care what you believe. Just based off of geography alone, where Jerusalem is on the map, they do they do not originate white blonde hair blue eyed people it just it's just based just purely off geography i wanted to bring that up because uh uh rest in peace to paul mooney yeah man lost paul mooney this year i mean this week uh but in 2007 he had a a comedy special called jesus is black so is cleopatra uh that was the name of his comedy uh special both are facts it is what it is both are facts anyway uh how was your week, my brother? You know what, dog? I'll be honest. My week was kind of somber. I had an associate of mine uh, lose his life this week. One of my old barbers, my my dude, uh, Calvin, uh, he was riding through the hood on his motorcycle. Unfortunately, uh, uh, a lady hit him, hit him on his motorcycle, took his life, man. Uh, Jesus, man. His viewing was today. Funeral will be tomorrow. So 
you know, I'm going to go, you know, pay my respects as they uh, as they put the homie to rest, man. man God bless, man. Man, it's crazy because, you know, it's like Cal probably cut my hair for maybe about three years. No beef or nothing. Like, you know, you just kind of he was moving. I was moving. We just, you know, he just stopped cutting my hair and shit. And I just seen him like maybe in February just, you know, happened to be over in the hood you know, shot the shit with him. You know how you exchange numbers. All right, I'm gonna get up. Yeah, I'm gonna get up with you, and just that that get up never, never came. And then like I got the news that like yo, he got hit on his motorcycle, and like I knew he was hanging on to, you know, life at that point, and they didn't know you know what was gonna happen. And yeah. His mother, his mother and his step pops live in Florida, so they were supposed to fly up to kind of you know, take care and and see what the next steps is going to be. And he, you know, ain't, ain't make it, you know, by the time his mama made it up here. So it's unfortunate. He's got a a daughter, man, that's like his spit. She looks exactly like him. Mm. She's like 19. He got a little grandbaby, too. So it's, it's unfortunate. But, you know, one thing that, you know, death always brings people together. And I've seen like the entire hood come out, you know, to to celebrate cow's life yeah so i mean that's you know if if there's any ray of sunshine in that but you know rest in peace to the walker family uh you know we uh, i know they're planning a, an amazing home going for my boy tomorrow so you know i'm just uh gonna go celebrate his life you know say our say our our goodbyes for now yeah and um uh, you know congregate with you know associates people i haven't seen in a while and uh, you know, just just get up and have a uh, have a good memory for him. Man, life is so fragile, man. I was having a conversation with somebody recently. Like, it literally is a miracle that we go out into the world and come back and make a home every night. Absolutely, because like it's a blessing. Yeah, it's truly like, a blessing. So many things can go wrong. You know, and, and we always like it, the crazy shit is like you know today's Friday, and like you probably got. Well, tomorrow I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. Like, tomorrow is promised. And, like, somebody yeah, somebody ain't going to put their two feet on the floor tomorrow. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to take every day for, you know, take take every day as a gift. Is They call it the present because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I randomly think about that. Like, it's probably listeners who we don't know who listen to the shop talk and, like, Something happened. They never got the chance to listen to the next episode. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, but that's 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 honestly the circle of life. You know, I got some news this week. Just still going through my health shit. I got to get a defibrillator. Uh, you know, because I didn't have some some erratic heartbeats or whatever. Yeah. So last week we didn't we ain't just take off. You said you had a a, a procedure or some shit done, and you was kind of tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm assuming this. No, no, no. This is something different. So, you know, I've been going through dialysis. I had like the port in my chest ah. and they finally took the bitch out. So okay. and and I'm well, I may not mean like a lot to people like when I had the motherfucker in my chest, I can't stand up under the shower and let like the so water rain down on me. I got to like maneuver the shower head. So like to take an actual shower where I can just stand there and just like, you know enjoy the shower like nigga that's a that's a humongous victory for a nigga absolutely um man we gotta uh introduce we gotta we yeah gotta we got a, a return guest a return a, guest a in the guess. in the building one of the best dressed men in the city of detroit come on uh. one of the best dressed men i've known i've known you since you worked at the polo store 
in Somerset, right, man, right, long right. time yeah. ago. Damn, yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, man, with, with, with my homeboy uh, Jason. Introduce my other homie Jason. Introduced me to you long time ago. Mm-hmm. Shout out, we got the, the hom- Jason. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. My homeboy Van Pierce. Uh, but we got return guests in the vi- in the building. Nelson Sanders. I appreciate y'all uh, hitting me up, man, and getting me back out here, man. Sure, man, we appreciate sure. having yeah. you. Still dapper on a Friday night. Hey, of course. Like, I got to represent always, man. It got to the point now where cats see me in, like, a, a Nike tech fit. They like, well, what's going on? Bro? Like, <laughs> you feeling all right, man? Yeah, everything you everything good? good? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, so if I go to Target or walking the dog, like, no, I'm, but, yeah, so... I got, I got, I'm, I'm always representing. I feel like I'm now like a, a walking advertisement. Like, I mean, like, but you, but you are a walking testament and billboard for your business. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, yep. like, so people, I gotta, and when people see you, they expect you to be, you know, dressed, yeah. dressed to the nines. They do. They do. They do. Well, but I, I enjoy it though. Uh, one of your other homeboys was in here the other day. Uh, sharp dress. Ivan was in here. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dog. That's yeah. that's my brother. You know what I mean? Ivan worked together for a minute at a, uh, the evening bar. And the I, out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, back, I, I never ran there. into you down there, but I, I would all, you know, I knew Ivan was down there, so I would yeah. always, yeah. you know, get this preferential treatment at the door. Uh, he, he was doing some. Uh, doing some video work. Word. That's yeah. what's up. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you change your uh, intro up? I you did, added man. To it. I did, man. I, I got I dropped the dame going wild, man. Okay. You know, just trying to do something different and live a little. You know what? Little I, bit I heard you, you. That was you did that maybe a couple episodes ago, or yeah, maybe about two, three episodes. That's ago. That's what's up. Yeah, man. All right, I appreciate it. I was I was low key trying to come up with something in my head. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it, and I figure, all right, let me get a few shots of tequila and freestyle it. <laughs> but then I I don't, I don't not feel just, it. Not just any tequila. Uh, Siempre. 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 You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The official it, tequila shop. This good shit, bro. Studio. I fuck with this. It is, and I'm not even gonna lie to people. Like I I did have a little. Just a little taste, cause I mean the the bottle was flowing around against my against my bed. You know, it's not even a full shot, man. It's just like a. I just, I just want people just to know. To wet my just palate. Push it to the side. Just want people to know. To wet I am my not palate. That's all. Drinking from damn going. I mean, damn going mild. Can you smoke? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still smoke. I still smoke. That doesn't do anything, right? That don't mess with nothing. No, Look at his no. face. He don't <laughs> care. Look at his face. He don't care. <laughs> I, I do care because you know, now I may have to give up smoking at some point. Really? They, they did tell me like, you know, I'm working to get on a kidney transplant. Okay. So okay. they told me it, some insurances well, do, will not cover it because they're giving me shit a second chance yeah, at life. So, yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess the, the trade off is if we're going to pay for the surgery, you're <laughs> hey. going to put you gonna put the weed down. He knows sure. the, the question you asked him, like, can you smoke? He said, yes, I do smoke. That <laughs> 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 nigga didn't say, yes, I can smoke. <laughs> nigga said, yes, yeah, I do smoke. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't make no bones about it. I like getting high. Okay. I like getting high. Hey. Now, hey. I try not to do it before I come to the studio because the last time. Last I, couple I, times. This nigga <laughs> being washed. I was yeah. smacked. I yeah. was smacked in this I, bitch. I think I noticed that. Yeah, you probably did. It's all good. <laughs> you probably did. It's all good. Hey man, one time I was I had an edible and and the thing you about had an edible before you came up here? This I nigga did. that fell asleep on the pod, nigga. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like while I'm talking, this nigga, I just, you know, I'm I maneuver because I'm a man. professional. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. And uh I just maneuver because <laughs> I was high. I was high. You can't really gauge them edibles. Well, I can't. I, Unless I, you I, know, like, I no, I cannot gauge them either. And you never know which bite is too many and in I, for two days. 
and I and I be honest, like I'm I'm a nigga that like I indulge. If this is the line, I'm crossing it. And the last time I had an edible up in here, I was gone. Yeah. I was I was slurring words. We I was talking that slow. Go wild. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Leave that with the wild. I, you know, I don't I don't really fuck with edibles that often. But like, I didn't have weed on me, so I was like this. I've never good. done an edible, and if I, th- I you think never done one. No. I think if I do, I will. I'm gonna go fucking crazy. <laughs> like, no, you should. Have, I, you should have a nice young lady to the house. Yeah, and have some edibles with. Throw her. some. Throw the Netflix on and chill. You know, get you some food. Or, or throw X videos on and videos and chill. Yeah, X videos and chill. That's that's silly. So listen, dog. Uh, since the last time we didn't record it. Uh, I started a new daily thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate this that shit so hates. much. I Dame hate, hate this shit. I love your dad joke shit. That that's, that's what he that's talking, what about. talking about. That's, that's what he talking about. Oh, hey. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. You constipated? So, uh, <laughs> so you put look, that phone in the fucking fridge, dog. So you put that phone in the fridge. <laughs> so listen, like, so last year during the quarantine, I was at work in, um, I like laughing. This shit all started because Laffy Taffy jokes. Like, I, I like Laffy Taffy jokes. The shit. Come like, on, Jay. Those are like the corniest of yeah, the corniest of jokes. Right. They, they super corny and shit. And me and a lady at work was, was laughing and joking. And something happened. I was like, you know what? I'm about to buy a goddamn. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a dad joke calendar. And I'm going to tell you a dad joke every day. And those are the ones I was posting all That's last year. That's what you had year. to do to get them draws? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, so it be, so I just was posting bitches on the stories or whatever, right? And right. Uh, everybody was responding to the stories. And when I stopped, because the year was over, uh, niggas hit me up like, yo, where the dad jokes at? Where the dad jokes at? I'm so like, so there are people that are actually encouraging this this behavior. He's doing a good job. So so listen, <laughs> that's the thing. Cause like when I post on my stories, only I see all the responses and shit. Mm-hmm. But niggas literally hit me up and be like, yo, what a dad joke. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So when I did the video, uh, I don't know, I was just bullshitting around with that. Oh, hey, you snuck up on me there and shit, right? That's <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you <laughs> hang up. That's <laughs> that was the one. That was the one. So listen, so I put a couple of those out. And I bet like, you I know who you were talking to then also. I put a couple <laughs> of those out, right? And then I tried to just do normal, like, hey, just throw a joke. And then niggas was like, no, where the no, fuck the intro bro. at? Yeah, you got it. You got to hit it with that. So I'm like, well, fuck. Uh, I sent you intro you music it. for it, too. Yeah, I tried to, but like when you add it on there, it takes over. You can't hear the audio. Oh. So I got to do that shit. The music would be dope to addition to what you already do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely fine. gave them some intro music that'll work. Not uh, the you hang up. I did that shit on my actual camera, and I had like, I was kind of mic'd up. I kind of threw some. <laughs> do y'all got like the sound effects and shit on here? We have sound. Jay refuses to program good sound effects into this board. Like like the board in the other studio got like the air horns and a bomb and like the clues bombs. This one got some. I don't refuse some fucking jazzer size music. Fuck with it. I just haven't done it yet. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I gotta hook this shit up to this. It's all good. Yeah, but um, yeah. So like, what uh, (laughs) what um, what Dane will probably hit me with it. When I tell a dad joke, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, the dad joke doesn't deserve a rim shot. It doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of feedback. There's a method to the madness. My engagement went up 134%, you know what I'm saying, in seven days. So, um, I mean, I'm going to be 100 with you. I followed you. But then, since you started doing that, I've been more tuned in. Like, to So, I, I, I noticed. The that, numbers uh, don't lie. I noticed that, like, for Instagram promotes reels. 
right? Mm. Like if you do a reel, and I've been put making these sure that these are reels, they promote reels and they put that in front of people. So the more engagement you get on a particular post, then they're gonna start putting your post in front of people more. So mm. I'm like, oh shit! Mm. So I didn't know that. Okay, because so many likes and comments, and I make sure I enter. Uh, engage with all the comments or whatever so oh there's engagement here mm. so then they start putting your posts in front of more people um so when you look at the analytics or whatever it'll show you like how many people are actively engaged how many people shared how many people were following you so i'm like okay i'm cool with my followers but like when strangers start looking that's cool because more eyes that come on then i slide some shop talk shit in there this week and culture shit in there it's a method to the madness there you go. and i just like dad go. jokes you feel me i mean yeah. if if it's working it, you know it's just yeah. it's just corny as fuck it's just corny that's the point of like the jokes be so bad that they funny exactly you know what i'm saying 100 bro it's some of it is the del- is the delivery you're you're working on your comedic timing <laughs> going back to the weed shit like if, uh, if you smoking and you see him do that silly shit is yeah. it, it's hidden I ain't that high. Yeah. I ain't that high yet. I just say, ladies love dad jokes. I bet they do. Yeah, he's sitting there. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so like that refrigerator shit, I'm like, well, fuck. I, I've been, I didn't sit in my desk all right. Like, I, I need another way to, to, to quote unquote snuck up on me, right? It's about to get it's about to get ugly next week. <laughs> Your food is not contaminated. It's, it's getting. Uh, Jason got a white refrigerator. Come on, fam. Everything in, my, white everything in my kitchen. I hear about is, your, this house. Everything like, in my kitchen is stainless oh, steel. First of all, his house is spotless. 80 inch TVs and Everywhere. all that type of stuff. It's like six 72 inch TVs in the house. You try to, these niggas capping. He's trying to get me robbed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did get my. So listen, I got too much grass for me to be out there cutting. So the lawn mm. servers are you. It's a white dude to come out there and cut. And I feel white man. Good for you, I feel good every time he come out there. And cut. I come out on the front lawn and with my like hands a, like an overseer. <laughs> he cutting that bitch with a push mower. No, so he was the right. <laughs> you know what, man? I've retired from cutting grass. I don't. I, I Have can't you do cut it. your grass? I enjoy you? cutting grass. I finally. If, I haven't cut my grass since last year. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm my like, nigga. You know, I got sick, so I, I, I stopped. So I couldn't really get out there and do it. So I I did get some. I found a black owned company uh, to get out there and cut my grass. And I ain't gonna front like, oh boy, he gave me a quote, and I and like sight unseen. He is like, hey, I do the grass for this price. Now I ain't gonna front. My grass is up to my knees. I'm six feet tall. Like my grass was mm. trifling. It was because I'm the only nigga on the and I'm the only nigga on the block who ain't cut his grass. My grass was so high that it's starting to it was starting to wilt over. So like it was wow. tall, and then because like, of the why, weight why of the you, grass, why you think wow. that's acceptable? Bro? I didn't think it was acceptable. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I live. Yes, I live okay. on the west side. All right. All right. <laughs> so my grass was starting to wilt over that it was so tall. So my man gave me a quote, and he was out there cut. As soon as he got to my house, he called me. He was like, "Hey, Double yo." It. He he's like, I know I quoted you a price. He's like, but you ain't tell me your grass is looking like this. So my quote went from like thirty dollars to eighty bucks. But yeah, I bet the rest of them won't be though. Nah, nah. Now now that it's like he he did an amazing job, young black guy. Now that he he got that together, and I told him I would I put his information in the show notes because maybe somebody else. Uh, I wanna, I wanna fuck with him, but now that my grass is where it is, like oh, he, he don't, don't have to be on the roof. Yeah, I mean, he feel me. That's what we call advertising. I, I, it, it did, but like he, 
he he looked out. He looked out. Use promo code uh, Shop Talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, so he he got my he got my shit together. Now it would never it would never look like that again. Good job, man. And yo, and shout out to my homeboy Will because I threw it out there that I wanted a couple plants for the backyard, some special plants. Uh, so shout out to my homeboy Will for for looking out for a G. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Oh uh, man, it's so much to happen. Quarters for eighty in a second. <laughs> It's so much that happened. It's wild. It's wild, dog. Uh, man, so much that happened, dog. Uh, this week, though, my favorite content this week has been Kwame Brown. Wow. Yeah. Like, Who knew? Who knew? I'd never heard Kwame Brown speak a sentence before this week. Same. Okay. In real life, Same. I literally never thought yeah, he would yeah. talk. I never heard him either, but it's entertaining for it, sure. It is. And people should leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. So, like... Uh, He's like an old, angry southern southern gentleman, and like we the same age, we might be a year older than him. We we probably a little bit older than him. He he got he got, he came in what nine oh one oh one oh one yeah he was so the he first like pick a year, in one. He was for sure a flop though. You Is he so? though? He played twelve years in the league, sixty I mean, and made sixty million dollars. Twelve well, years. What did he do on the basketball court though? Like enough to stay in the league, but for twelve years. He was in there 12. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a long time, dog. Most niggas don't make it 12 I, years. I, I, I think I think because he was the number one pick, the expectations that's are so absorbent. It. So he broke and it. Kwame Brown was, played with both MJ and Kobe. Bro, he was lightweight trash, though, bro. Well, I don't know. So a lot of the shit that was like he had like, oh, I had to go get garbage. Like no one ran the offense to me. I did, they didn't even want me. He went, he got drafted. So he explained the story that he was drafted number one, but he was supposed to get traded uh, for Elton Brand. Because mm. um, that's what Jordan wanted. He wanted to get Elton Brand, but the owner nixed the deal. So the reason that they were so fucking hard on him and the the organ his own organization was shitting on him because they didn't want him. So mm. you 17 years old, you got Michael Jordan who don't like you. You know mm. what I'm saying? And they shitting on you. And then different mm. injuries or whatever. And then you, when he start breaking down, like, no, nigga, look at my minutes. Yeah. Um, and then look what I actually, what I, what I, what I average. With his yeah. production. He's like, y'all, so. Y'all fuck with Kwame. I can't say that I fuck with him while he was an active player. I'm not, I'm not going to go off on that on the deep end. But like when I, when you look back at the numbers and what he did with, with what he was given. Now, when you, when you say like a nigga, number one pick. He's the number one pick, bro. He posted, so, so, so you expect Shaq or Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis type well, Shaq numbers. Number one pick. He was a bust. Yeah, he yeah was a Shaq, bust, bro. Shaq was a number one pick. But like most number one picks ain't the shit. Mm. Who was also in his draft? Paul Gasol was the next best player in his draft. Yeah, I don't it know. wasn't like somebody, he got picked number one, and then somebody in that class was like, oh, shit. Like that was an ass class. I mean, the only thing about the draft or just What sport- year was that? Oh one. Oh one. Only thing about the draft or just kind of sports in general is like it's it's a crapshoot. You know, you never know what you really gonna get or how their game is gonna translate to the next level. Kwame Punk point was like, y'all talk y'all do this shit and y'all turn on black men. Yeah. Where the fuck where the where all the, the flack for Adam Morrison? Mm. Facts. Big country. Cause he ain't do shit in his career. And he was a number three pick. Big country, I think, was a second or third, second or third pick in the draft. Was out the league in three years. And he like, look, man, leave me the fuck alone. Keep my name out your mouth, essentially. Okay. He called yeah. Matt Barnes Becky with the good right? hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Exposed Stephen Jackson paying for pussy. Bro. 
I mean, that's. I mean, <laughs> what what he really said is, uh, like what he was alluding to was like, nigga, you mad that the hoes that you pay for they gave it to me for free? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what he was getting to. And with Gilbert too. And I don't know if you seen what Gilbert said. He was like, look, I seen how he got the scars on his arm. I like my face. I, you got it, champ. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlemagne said uh, he went to school with his sister from South Carolina. I forgot about that. Yeah. And um, his apparently his father uh, went to jail for murder. Uh, two of his brothers went to jail for murder. And he was like, listen, leave that nigga alone. <laughs> okay. He, <laughs> leave that nigga alone. <laughs> South Carolina's a wild place, too. But I will say this about Kwame, though. Uh, Kwame not necessarily hip with the slang terminology of today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he was mad at Jamel Hill because she said he woke up and chose violence. And he took that literal like he was being violent in his speech. Like Kwame, like you don't get it. He, he, he probably he probably ain't on the internet every day. Yeah. He, you know, he, he heard some niggas throw some disrespect on his name and decided to, somebody bring me my te- my cellular device and show me how to record something. <laughs> but I like though the, the the pushback he given towards the Stephen A and all the other people like, yeah. listen, it ain't nothing wrong with y'all critiquing basketball. But when y'all start making comments about people and calling per, uh, a person, oh, he is a scrub or this dude, Stephen A is real disrespectful. Yeah. What the, what's the dude named Slava Dunn? Whatever he used to, he fuck his name up all the time. Um, he's, he got like three people that he yeah, just yeah. rag on. Like my nigga, I it's can the weeds. <laughs> I can that see shit. you somewhere. I like, don't really fuck with Stephen A. I don't either. Yeah, not no so, more. I think some. I remember like not too long ago, like a few years ago, like some player had. It was one of the Morris twins had threatened to like put hands on, and Stephen was talking <laughs> like he was about that action. And we seen the nigga hit the heavy bag. <laughs> you ain't about no action, boss. Look, look, the heavy bag exposes niggas for real. Fuck all that tough talk. <laughs> Post a video of you hitting that heavy bag and we'll know everything we need to know. Oh, that nigga was that nigga was hitting the mitts in them big ass dad shoes and shit. The white yeah. these big white tic tac looking shit. <laughs> like not the cool dad shoe that niggas yeah. is wearing. Like these is the yeah. real uh nod. Nah, Father Father's like, Day. He was the Father's <laughs> Day eleven. That nigga yeah. had his put your dukes like, up. <laughs> he was in the seventeen hundreds. Like, put your dukes your... <laughs> up. Yeah, he different. Yeah, man. Um Lee Kwame Brown alone. That nigga funny on Instagram. Yeah, he is. He, I, he is. I started following his, his Instagrams went up like I, I think they he gained like thirty thousand followers in about forty eight follow hours. Matt too? I do. I do. I heard what Matt said. You know, he like, yo, what, we ain't say shit about you. Yeah. But then they repaid it when they was Jenny Bus was on there and she was like, We traded um Kwame, somebody else in Kwame. For one player, and then one of them tapped you like, no, nah, that was only one player in that in that trade, aka Kwame Brown didn't count as a player in the yeah. trade, and like that's what pissed them off. Like you and you over there tapping niggas' legs and shit like that, and trying to be funny. He was going tough on Stephen A. I mean, I mean he uh, went tough Stephen on Jack. He went tough on Matt Barnes too, talking about that whole Derek Fisher situation yeah, that, his wife and all that. <laughs> that you had to yeah. jump the gate to a house that you bought. That nigga say she chose nigga. <laughs> she yeah. told Ooh, that's a stinger. Yeah, he was like, yeah. you, I, he's like, you ain't black enough and you ain't white enough. You you need a hug. You need some therapy. That shit was funny. 
I'm like, yo, this nigga, I'm here for the content. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm here for the content. Yeah. Hey, man, and look, you you poke at a man long enough, he going to stand up and defend himself. That's a fact. Bro. That's that's all it come down to. Like, he's heard, he's heard jokes in About regards that. to... In About regards that, to him, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the last twenty years, right, damn right, near, right, and like right. he just he fed the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I get it for sure. You know, we do a a, a public facing show. You know, what I'm saying we put ourselves out here. We talk about a lot of stuff. At any given point, somebody can disagree with something that I say or something that you say, and like come at us, right? <laughs> I, I always wonder about that. Like one day it's gonna happen. I don't necessarily know that I could take. I could be quiet if there are thousands of people talking shit about me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. 20 years of that shit. I just don't know. And like, this, like I just don't know if I could be quiet. Like, who the fuck you? Who the fuck you think you're talking to? (laughs) Who you think you're talking about? I mean, look, we all men at the table. You know what I'm saying? And like, after a while, like, (laughs) how how long you going to let somebody disrespect you as a man? How long you going to let somebody disrespect your family, disrespect your name? And then like, he still got a, you know, basketball is such a small thing. Like we, when you look at it, like, basketball career wise when you like 35 36 you a dinosaur mm. but like really like you got the rest of your life to live right. and do you want to like he just don't play 12 years in NBA no but i mean you you and and even playing 12 years he go back to his hometown you go back to the city that you play in and you got people like keeping up with that narrative peep this darko milicek everybody say oh, 10 years 10 years in the league and he got a championship <laughs> Yeah. And a nigga got a ring. Like, you can say he a bust. Because we. I mean, we got Hall of Famers that ain't touched the ring. It's not that he even. Not he is a bust because there was never an expectation on him because we didn't know him. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga got a championship ring and he played 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody kept signing him. Right. Like, we seen some, something was going down in practice. Yeah. It was like, yo, this nigga can ball. Because it's a lot of niggas that can't That's get off weird. the practice squad. Hey man, ten years in the ring—that's more than Charles Barkley. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. It is. Now, it is. Now, was he an active participant in that ring? Mm-hmm. Eh. Look, man, Darko was—he got a couple yeah. coaches didn't coaches DNP on his record. Yeah, but I mean, man. Darko was the first pick. Second. Second. It was Brian Darko, then then uh, Mello. Mello. That nigga. Mello. D-way, you know, you know what Chris I always, Bosch. you know what, what's always my, you know what's always been my beef with that pick. Like people give like Joe D like the a lot of shit for picking Darko. I'm like shit, D Wade, Bosch. Like it was a lot of niggas that was still left left on the floor that you could have picked Darko though. <sighs> so apparently, like all the footage that they seen of him was like cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and then Chauncey because he was on NBA one of them NBA shows, and he was like. Yo, we seen the footage too. Like the nigga looked cold. He was going crazy. And like we didn't. And what find, if Darko would have turned into like Dirk? Well, look, he, they <laughs> said been, they yeah. said we didn't. He said even when they came to the to the to the arena to the station or the arena uh, to do the workouts, the nigga looked cold. Like he said it wasn't like until like week one of practice that we realized that something wasn't right. But so That's like. Crazy. Like, how do you, what you supposed to do? Yeah. When I look at yeah. all the tapes, we even bring you in and work you out and you doing everything. Mm-hmm. It ain't until you get into practice. It's like. But uh, like when you in the workout, like you're not working out against nobody. You just, 
You just footsteps doing drills. Where he like, from though? He from uh he from over the pond. Yeah. Slovenia. Yeah. I don't I don't know. One of them, that shit different. One of them Eastern European niggas, countries. Yeah, for sure. Niggas that didn't grew up in a hood hooping like But that's, doing this that's, this this that yo, we can find another dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, we may be able to find one. The dirt's far, far in between, man. But like, but that's that's the what Luka, if. Yeah, that's you know, that, that's the what if. Like, what if that was he is that was Joe D. They thought, Joe D. They thought they thought he was yeah. him, huh? Because Joe D. was get, he would make great trades, or I don't know if this is gonna work. You gonna get Ben Wallace? So, ben Wallace been is the shit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna trade for Rasheed? He yeah. the problem everywhere but, else. But, he but, the shit. But then they got Charlie Villanueva and fucking Ben Gordon, and it didn't work. And let me tell you something. Since we on the topic of Joe D. And you know the Pistons are my team. Like that's that's my squad. And I will never forgive Joe D for bringing us the championship because he no. did a fucking great job. I, I do. He did do a great job. He get too much flat. I will never forgive Joe D for trading Chauncey for fucking Allen Iverson. And the reason why we got AI is because Rodney Stuckey had that one good series in the playoffs, and then Chauncey looked expendable. So Rodney Stuckey was supposed to be that next guy. All and, things being equal, you wouldn't trade AI for Chauncey. No. No, not an aging AI. Like we're we not talking. We're we not talking like AI. We're not talking like ninety eight, ninety nine AI. At like, that particular time, I'm taking AI, and the only reason AI didn't work after Chauncey bought you a championship. After only reason that that AI didn't work is because they wanted that nigga to come off the bench, and I'm like, I'm not coming off the bench, my nigga. And then that was it was downhill. It's a lot. <laughs> that nigga was at MGM. Every oh, night, every night. Yeah. Even after he was off the team, he was remember, down there. Like he stayed nigga, here. You remember the Elysium? Yeah. yeah, I do. I seen that nigga in there off standing on the couch with a do rag on with a white tee. He got banned from a few of the casinos. I, yeah. I remember him down at M. I he remember would be down there fooling. I remember an incident AI down at MGM like knocking, yeah. knocking shit over on the craps table. He was down there fucked faded, up, fooling. Yeah, Boy, crazy. Yeah, man. Back when I was uh, shit, I bought eighteen working at um, UPS. Uh, fix it. I mean, you know, stacking boxes and shit. Old dude I was in there with, he, was, uh, he works at MGM, you know what I'm saying? He was, as his part-time gig was at the UPS. He say, Kevin Garnett was down at MGM rolling $30,000 a hand on the mm. craps. I'm like, shit, at 18? Nigga, I ain't seen $30,000. A roll. Like, nigga, that's nigga set. <laughs> The the the, the median income. <laughs> listen, the, the median, median income, income in Detroit, Detroit is thirty five thousand dollars. It's not thirty five. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I thought it was. No, it's lower. Fuck, KG, different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all star money right there. Yeah. 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 Um. So look, man. Before we jump into our, uh, you know, what I'm saying into our guest pause. I want to talk about one other thing because we ain't been here to talk about it. Uh, and it's kind of my whose man's is this. A lot of shit went down with this, uh, this? Uh, Joe Button podcast. Mm. Um, it's been, been a couple of weeks and we ain't really uh, weighed in. He fired his employees. Plain and simple. He fired his employees. Did you watch the uh, mall? And, uh, I, did. Mm, I, I did. I don't think it was as simple as him fired his employees. Mm. No. Nah, I, I, I think sometimes when... You know, it's unfortunate, like when friends get involved in business, sometimes mm -hmm. the lines get mm -hmm. get blurred. You know, sometimes friendships and money and business acumen don't always mix. And go ahead. What are you going to say? Um, I agree with that. I don't think that's what happened this time, though. You on Marlon Worry's side or you think Joe did the right thing? 
I feel like Joe is the cancer wherever he goes. 100%. I think. Joe Joe different for sure. Joe's one, Joe's a fucking maniac. Okay, well, let's, let's get that no, Joe, out there. Joe crazy. Joe's a sure. maniac. I think both of them telling the truth, though. Well, I think both of them are telling versions of what they think. I agree the with truth. that. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like. It's three sides to the truth. Your side, my side, and the actual truth. Um, he wasn't showing niggas the numbers. Yeah, so what he thought was. So, like. He say, so they in a profit um, sharing sharing type thing. So we get a percentage mm-hmm. of the profits. After everything mm-hmm. is paid, we get a percentage of the profit, whatever that percentage is. Mm-hmm. Um, and our contracts is, is, is written that four times a year, quarterly, we get an accounting to of call, everything yeah. because like how else would I know how much right. I'm supposed to right, get right, unless right. I got the accounting. Right. Now, Joe said, y'all, I'm paying you niggas more than what's in your contract. So I'm technically, I'm actually offended that you don't, that you don't, you're not giving my five line item email or whatever. I'm, I'm offended that y'all even asking me about this on their side. I was like, I get that you want to credit for giving us more, but nigga, how do I know this is more? So like, no nigga run me the accountant, which is in our, in our contract. Mm -hmm. Now with any accounting, fuck a five line Excel sheet or not. I need a profit and a loss sheet. Absolutely. You tell me what the expenses balance was, sheet. What yeah, the, yeah, like that comes with it. It's not just yo. Know, this is how much right. we made. Right. This is like no. I need to know what was the touring. What was the the he, cost he of wasn't trying to do that? Yeah. Itemized, uh, itemized detail listing. Yeah. Things. Uh, yeah. The reason I say whose man is this because the nigga is a confidence artist, aka a con artist, dog. Like you've been preaching this creators need the data and this and, and your own man's in them. And then he just contradicted the same everything. Shit. Yeah. Transparency <laughs> and all that. And, and, and for me, like if you look at Joe's history from Def Jam, when he was on Rockefeller, you know, the, every, everything that Joseph touches crumbles slaughterhouse. Anything that he's involved with turns to turns from sugar to shit. Eventually. It's only just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. Like, unstable. And this so. is all because you won't put ads in your fucking podcast, my nigga. Like, mm, I didn't even think about that. Because Spotify was, was was offering life changing money to everybody, but they want to put ads in your podcast because that's how podcasts are funded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like. Hey man, a man has a man has to have his principles. What's the principle though? Not in my show. Okay, well, how do you th- how are we gonna make money? Because now, if we just do cash out, right? And, and and even he was on the free tier of Spotify. So I mean, I don't how, like you will make all this fuss. Like, listen, I got all these streams on Spotify. I got all this, this, all this, that. Well, that's not making Spotify no money because you on the free tier. I know. I only listen to the pod. I, I download the Spotify to listen to the free pod, mm-hmm. and then I get the fuck off the app because mm-hmm. I listen to Apple Music. So, like, how is Spotify gonna give you X amount of millions and millions of dollars if we don't ever get to use all of the listenership you got? So, when you talk about other podcasts who may not be as popular as you for per streams on your network, well, if they actually make money though, Bill Simmons' podcast may not get a million a week. But because of the ads, we make money from his podcast. We're not making anything from you. Mm-hmm. We may get a couple of people who sign up for Spotify because it's convenient. Just a trickle down effect. But there's no way that I can factually, statistically say this came from you. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now you got Ish and Ice on there. Yeah, which I like Ish and Ice. I like that dynamic too because them niggas is a little bit more my age, and that conversation is kind of fits different. more with me. But it seemed like the dynamic is just different. It's different though, still. And I mean, I I, I fuck with uh, Rory and Maul. Yeah. And now they got their own podcast coming soon. Oh, the Rory and Maul show. Yeah. New Rory and Maul. He not suing them? Not yet. Who knows if that shit <laughs> even in yet. the contract? Yeah. Joe said he had a tough week this week because a young lady did. came out there with some sexual um, mm. harassment allegations. Mm. And she came with timestamps. I remember watching that clip, that episode, Loki. Uh, the timestamps and, you know. When it rains, it shits down. So listen, man. If you like to talk, if you like getting on with me and you a little bit aggressive in your approach, if you want to, if you want to tell a woman like, Hey girl, I want to fuck you and all this shit like that. Right. Yo, if, if whatever floats your boat and how you, how you approach women, however, you can't do that to somebody who works for you at work. You oh, can't. That's what Joe did. Get, yeah. While on a podcast, oh shit, allegedly, because he said he, these things were edited out of the podcast. He told her he want to fuck on the show. Like you can't tell that to your home. You can't t- legally. You cannot tell an employee I want to fuck. Dame said, "Yeah, eh, it's cool." I mean, no, no. You now, if if that's not your employee and y'all out and about, and that's how you want to be direct woman, whatever floats that's your wild, boat, bro. You cannot say that to an employee. Hell no. Jason, you've said that to an employee. One hundred percent did not. One hundred percent. We've both been supervisors. We've said we've said that to employees. No, I have not said that. Girl, I know you want these nuts. I have not said that during the hours of nine to five. Man, (laughs) I have not said that. I forgot y'all did go to cash, so (laughs) y'all boys are a little different. (laughs) I did not say that, Jason. You've been in leadership, but so. All right, I'll just stop. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, stop. I have not said that. <laughs> you know, look, I know when I was a supervisor, I definitely was was doing things with your with direct them. reports. Yeah, man. I've never dated. <laughs> I've never dated a direct. I've definitely I, dated. I was living with a person who worked. At the, yeah. <laughs> that I would, thought, would you call? Hey, listen. I thought we was low. <laughs> then when I left, <laughs> you wouldn't. I thought we was low. You know, one one. I I'll admit this for myself. One thing that I learned this week is that like. Uh, there's been a lot of times where I thought my game was air fucking tight. You know what I'm saying? Ain't 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 no <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't ain't no chinks in my arm, nigga. I was I was sloppy as shit. Did I had say low though. Nah, we I, I I wasn't low, and I had a friend of mine was like, nigga, I knew A B C and D. You was not you was not moving with any any air of discretion. Like I I damn near left. The, the the Comcast because like yo I'm in a real I'm a I'm on a bona fide relationship with somebody who works here living together like we live together like and this is like yo I'm tired of this secret shit and it's like when you together for like over a year like you niggas can't really go out in public like that like you going to movies all around like I feel like I'm cheating with my own woman and shit like uh, like yo let me let me let me make a move I've, I, all three of my, I've worked with all three of my children's mothers at one point all three of them what's so funny is every girlfriend I've had I've worked with <laughs> every single girlfriend I've so ever you had. definitely told somebody that don't work. mean I was in leadership at the time ah oh, Jason that don't mean I was in leadership at the time but right, every girlfriend man. I've had we've actually worked together well, all three of my kids' mothers who <laughs> we, we've all sometimes on the same hey, team, wild, man. But in real life, though, whose man's is this? Because like you can't front one. Listen, I'm 
from the type that, listen, if you've been cool with somebody for all these years and for whatever reason y'all fall out and things aren't good anymore, you can't publicly blast that motherfucker mm. because if you got a lot of bad things or negative things, negative things to say about this person, you've been sitting on that shit for 10 years. Now that make you look like you do. You do. Like, why would you make you like a whole ass? Nigga. Like, why would you be down with a nigga for 10 years who've been shitting on you? Right. Now I question your integrity, your character. So nah, if I'm ever down with a nigga and we don't, we don't get in, we don't, we're not, we're not rocking together. You never going to hear me come out public and say, Oh, Shop talk podcast breakup. Yo, this nigga Dame for nah, never gonna happen. Or insert anybody here. Like mm-hmm. you ain't never heard Andre three thousand and Big Boy saying anything negative about right. each other. Right. Even when they was in turmoil and when they was at odds, mm-hmm. you never heard them niggas say anything about each other. Because that's love. Like I'm that's not, I'm not. I'm never doing it. Like at the end of the day, like it, it should be your man's. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be a level of respect that you have for your friends, and it's it's a shame to see. Toxic as hell, man. He is with everything. Yeah. It's a shame to yeah. see the the end of uh the he end a dope of artist, the group. But he, yeah, that nigga different. I mean, a lot of creative people are just like they, they not <laughs> they got good business people. They're not good socially. <laughs> Joe Biden did in America. <laughs> I'll explain. So like uh, when we came over, we air quotes, when we came up here and developed this country, we was trying to get away from tyranny, all these high taxes and shit. Them niggas stole the land from the Indians just to set up the exact same system that they came from, that they was running from. Now we got one. Joe, you've been talking all this bullshit about fucked up contracts and not giving creatives data and everything. And you just went and created the exact same mm-hmm. shit that you that right. you've been rallying for. Right, 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 right. It's this fake facade of you, you, you for the small person. You know, I created this network with all women because I'm talking about women empowerment. And then you allegedly sexually harassing niggas on air. Like, forget the moral aspect of it. Why the fuck would you tell somebody on air, on video, on a podcast that you want to fuck them and they report to you? You pay them. Like, that's just not smart, nigga. In 2021. Uh, like whose man's is this? Because it ain't yeah. Roy and Morris, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no friends. Yeah, dog. Nah, that's that's wild. That's, that's wild. A, that's wild. So look, we have again one of the best dressed men in Detroit in the building with us, Nelson. We really want to bring you in, especially to talk about your business, Dandy. Okay. Uh, I know I started with the with the interview questions on the elevator <laughs> out in the hallway, but you recently made the transition. What about a, you've been in business about a year now? So I've been in there since uh, May of 2019. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm set up in uh side of Detroit's New Black. Okay. Okay. Downtown, yep. So yeah. tell me, tell me, what is Dandy and Compass? What are you doing right now? Uh, primarily custom suits. Um, you know, I do tuxedos, individual jackets or trousers. Uh, shirts, um, overcoats, and then I do have like merch as well. So, you know, hoodies and tees. And, uh, but in addition to that, I have accessories, ties, pocket squares, okay, vendors, and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So, are you wearing your, your own brand today? Yeah, man. This is Danny shirt, braces, suit. Yeah, man, I'm representing for sure. Okay, okay. So yeah. now I, your business model is a little interesting to me because I, I see what you do that that other retailers aren't really doing. Everything is appointment only with Dandy, correct? Yep, yep. Okay. It's only me, so yeah, it's def. Yep, only uh, appointment only. Yep. Okay, yeah, that's a personal experience, though. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. Pretty like there, there there's um 
a lot of people around, you know, in the States that doing what I'm doing is made to measure. So you have like your off the rack suiting and then the highest level of construction would be uh, bespoke where everything from start to finish is done in house from literally cutting the fabric to creating the pattern to assembling the whole suit. Um, what I'm doing is kind of like a hybrid in between those where I'm not the tailor. You can call me a clothier or whatnot. I sit down, I get the measurements um, to create the suit, and I sit down and walk through designing, picking out the fabric, picking the lapels, the pocket, the linings, the buttons and whatnot with the client. Um, and I essentially have an app where I input all the information. That information gets sent overseas, it gets cut out, and then the suit comes back to me and whatnot. So, Okay, how long does the process typically take? take from start to finish uh, i'll say on average i tell people six to eight weeks but it's, it's usually sooner than that okay yeah i partner with the tailor in the city to finish the suit man um so uh next year in april i'll be turning 40 congrats man man thank you and um i got an idea to do uh i want to do a roast for my 40th birthday that's hard you know what i'm saying i have uh you know close friends and loved ones come up there and Everybody can get their Jay Johnson jokes off. Oh, damn, I love me? that. Oh, no, um, I'm, I want to host. <laughs> but uh, just know that I get the mic last. You feel me? I don't know if y'all know how, how, how roasts work, but yeah. I wanted to be a nice little black tie affair, everybody uh, dressed up or whatever. So, look, man, this is this is what I got in mind. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This is what I, yep. I, I want to come okay. to you okay. to get this. I got you. Because uh, I've been yep. looking. I, I want this look. Tuxedo, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want the that velvet. look. Okay. Yeah. And of course, it's it's blue and black. You feel me? Yeah, I like that blue and black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can wear you can wear it with some J's. That's all that is. Well, <laughs> that's that's all he's trying to do. No, he, I'm not wearing. He's gonna pair with some ones. I mean, when you know, you, you hit the big four. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Everything got to be smooth, super yeah. clean. I haven't had a. I haven't put on a bow tie in over a year because definitely because since COVID and like I need to dress. I feel like I need I got to dress you, man. up. Man. Yeah, that's easy. Um, so yeah, I'll be coming to you for that. But so, you know, if y'all interested, uh, you know, in the roast, that's going to be April, 2022. You feel me? Let me know. I roast back though. <laughs> I'm vicious. You know what I'm saying? And I don't get embarrassed in public. So you know what time it is. <laughs> be a good time, man. It'd be yeah, a good time. That's dope. Man. So, uh, Nelson, so what you're doing now, is this, uh, ultimately what you saw yourself doing? Like this is, I've been trying to get to this final form for, yeah, for a while. Man. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long road. Like, so I've been in retail since I got out of high school, man, that mm. was a thousand years ago. Right. So like, I, I'm, I think about times where I'm, I spent a 10 year span working at Somerset at a handful of stores. And I remember like in my earlier, maybe twenties, Shit, riding the Somerset from downtown in my Camaro and a quarter tank of gas with fucking $14 in my account, get to work, have a 30-minute break. I'm spending two, three hours folding a whole big-ass wall of chinos with a 30-minute break. Mm. And, you know, putting it all and not looking back at it, it's like, damn, okay. In the back of my head, I, I definitely, even back then, I always was like, okay, because earlier I was heavily into athletics, like high school, like I went to King. Oh, went tennis mic off. <laughs> and then, you know, like I, I went to college and played a little bit, but then life happened and the sports didn't really work out. And I was working in retail, but then I found myself still in retail, like, you know, later. And it's like, okay, 
my personal style started to change and then my knowledge for clothing and whatnot started to grow and I, I started to really gravitate towards fashion and more so just style um and then I started working at more higher end stores mm-hmm. so you know you're selling like higher price point items you got to be able to speak upon those things and whatnot and um yeah man my, my like I said my knowledge and whatnot grew and I got to a point where like, shit, this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? And I always imagine myself in a, in a store where it was just kind of like a, I'm not there yet, but like an all in one, just like complete gentleman's experience where you got the tailor clothing, you got tailoring, you have, let's say two barber chairs, you got a shoe shine guy, you got a little bar. It's a spot where the cats can just come kick it and get Everything that they need done, you know what I'm saying, to get pampered and you get your clothing and, you know, everything is slick and everything is slick and, you know, on point. So yeah. a true yeah. gentleman's experience. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Haberdashery. Uh, yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, is there a place anywhere like that in the city? Um, For like black people? <laughs> Mm, to my knowledge, no, not not where you can get a custom suit. You can get a haircut. You can get a drink. You can sit down, and talk some shit, um, and also you can get like I would have like basic, classic um, apparel's where like a nice pair of jeans, a basic tee. You know what I'm saying? Socks. Yeah. I don't. I don't know of any place like that in the city right now. No. Man, that'd be dope. We do a lot of podcasts from there. Yeah, man. And get dapper. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. No, that that'd be hard. Um. So that's my goal, man. Like, like if you think of hearing the Hatter, right? It's a. If you're in New York, like you got to come to Detroit to experience. Like I imagine Dandy, in the same sense of like a hearing the Hatter, where I don't care where you at. Like, okay. I don't plan on having a million stores, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have my, you know, one or two stores in Detroit. But if you want that experience, you got to come to Detroit for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Where'd you come up with the name Danny? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I was actually beating myself up for like a couple months on a name. Um, I was writing down different adjectives and going back and forth and, Nothing really stuck with me, man. Uh, I know I didn't really want to have Detroit in the name because it was just getting kind of cheesy. Like, yeah. Detroit Burgers, Detroit. T- it's like, I'm from Detroit. We don't like, you know, I don't need to tell you, put Detroit the name. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? So, and to me, that feels like unauthentic for like 100%. Real, real Detroit experiences don't have Detroit in front of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and that's not any, like, I look at a company like Detroit versus everybody. It, it, it stands for an overall encompassing attitude of the city. Right. You know, it's not necessarily right. a knock. That's the reason, though. Like people doing the Jack Detroit versus everybody different for sure. Yeah, like they everybody when when they got so successful, I'm putting Detroit in my shit. Bro, it's a Detroit tacos in Troy. Yeah, that, that makes I don't like no shit sense. like that. Yeah, like why are y'all called Detroit, bro? Y'all not even nowhere near us. Right, right. Um, but so anyway, I um th- things went like real left with me at the other custom clothing company I work for. I actually got fired from there mm-hmm. um, okay. on some super corny shit. And I had to make a quick trend. So I'll tell you all this. The day I got fired, it was a Friday, beautiful Friday, summertime. My wife is seven months pregnant. It's her birthday. Oh, wow. I walk into the gig. Oh, it's a Friday. I'm good. Like had an appointment. 
dude leave, owner of that company, sit down in front of me, straight to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting you go. Like, no warning, nothing. I don't know what's going on, bro. I'm like, but anyway, fast forward from there, um, I had to make a quick transition to get a job. I ended up working at the uh, evening bar okay, in the yeah. Shinola Hotel. Um, some months go past. I run into Roslyn, the owner of Detroit's New Black. She came into the bar like on a, on a slow Tuesday or something. I'm kicking. I'm like, Roslyn, I got to get back to clothing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where my passion is. I'm like, why don't you just let me come work for you until I figure she like, ah, oh, that'd be cool, but I don't really want to give you a lateral or backwards like movement. You know what I'm saying? From your previous situation. She was like, you know what? I'm actually renovating the store and I actually got some space in there. If you can get you, I'm I'm like skipping things, but pretty much she was like, I got some space in the store. If you can get your things together, I got space for you. Cause I let her know, like I wanted to start my own brand or whatnot. And getting back to the name, I ended up texting her one night, like, you know, if I had a, if I had my own brand, like, what would you call it? I texted her. She didn't respond to me at first. And then, like, the next day, she texted me and just said, Dandy. I'm like, oh, shit. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how that came. Because I just feel like the word embodied everything that I'm about. Just think about Detroit cats being bold, you know, boisterous and – Colorful, you know what I'm saying? Um, And it's one word. And it's like companies with that one word. Like it just it just pop. You know what I'm saying? And Detroit has always encompassed such like style. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think sometimes we get we get all the credit that we deserve. You know, when I when I look at just like small style, I I always remember my father, you know, Mm -hmm. when he was alive, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad. It's cool. My dad never wore like jeans to work. Casual Friday did not exist for him. I'm going to piggyback on that in a minute. I would always, I, I, I always remember my dad as as a young man just growing up. He'd always go to work, slack suits, nice gabardine pants, you know, uh, sweaters, ca- cashmere sweaters, and his staple was Gucci cologne. Like he wore Gucci cologne every single day. Now on the weekends. You know, I might catch I catch him in a t shirt and jeans, but like when he's going to the office, yeah, he bro. always imposed on 100%. me to be dressed for success. Man, and I, and I I never lost that. Like I just I just always remember like his morning routine. Man, he he's gonna get up. He he's not leaving the house without things being ironed, bro. You know, dress socks, he shoehorns and all, all of, that, and all of all his that. and all so, of his dress shoes and. And, and that's and that's just how he moved every day. And just seeing that as a young man that always like really resonated with me. And I would see how people were like. So my dad worked at Wayne County Community College. And as I got older, he worked at the downtown campus. I mean, I'm I'm young. I'm grown. I would take classes down there or occasionally I just pop in on a Friday night. I mean, Friday afternoon, meet my old man up for lunch. And I would just see like how people would just respond yeah, to that man. look. Oh, I can relate to that like one thousand percent. I feel like I maybe even a couple of years ago when I when I was on here kind of expressed to y'all the influence my pops had on me, and it's literally the same thing you just said, man. Like, you know, when I was in high school and whatnot, he would tell me certain things, but you know, at that age, it's like uh, one ear and out the other. Yeah, it's like you know, what I don't know what he's talking about. But as I started to get older, and you go on a date with a girl, a woman, 
you you can't show up in a white tee and well you can, but it's like him teaching me uh, how to shine my shoes. Okay, yeah, you go to Henry the Hatter for your hat. What what watch to have? What to have in your closet? Um, and him telling me stories about you. You brought up to um him like if my dad went to the grocery store, he had on gabardine slacks and uh that was just what he did. He mm-hmm. had he threw a hat on, threw his watch. You know, in his later years. He wasn't doing a lot, but he made a day out of going to the grocery store, go to CVS, and he come back. I'm like, "What'd you? Yeah, I just rode around. You know, I spent a couple corners, and you know, and and that, that's another thing that watch. Like my my old man always preaches, like you you wear a watch. Yep. He's like, because if you don't respect your time, ain't nobody else gonna respect. Yeah, it. man. So a lot of my influence came from pops, man. Thinking about it, um, man, it's crazy that uh, like I got the exact opposite experience, right? Hmm. My dad. Worked for the city of Detroit Water Department. Okay. He had on his work clothes every single day. Yeah. Uh, on Sundays, he dressed up in his suit because we went to church. Mm-hmm. So that's when he would be, you know, church <laughs> church shop. Everything right. else, whether off day or on day, dark blue pants, the light blue city of Detroit with yeah. the, like, every day. Like no matter what, every that's single uniform, day. Yeah. I mean, that's his uniform. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Every yeah. single day. And to the point where... Like, when we got older, like, I, I bought my dad some gym shoes. Like, I want to see you or something. I bought him a G-Shock. You know what I'm mm. saying? Back. I didn't even have one. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yo, dad, I want you, like, here, put this watch on. Now, that, that's, Sundays, that's, he got his, his, he got a nice his church watch, his, his, you know, his suits and everything. We sharp and pictures and everything every Sunday. Other than that, my man, he and his work attire. And it became like a running joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, even you look at the old pictures and shit I got my my dad is in his work uniform, whether he's at work or not. Like you know, that's 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 funny because I remember growing up, I would buy my dad different like items just to kind of like get him out of his comfort zone. Yeah. And then when he passed, I never I never forget. I bought I bought my dad my dad was like a real no frills type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he he liked what he liked, he gonna wear what he wear. Yeah. And I remember he used to have like this 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 house coat. I just I despised. It was just like it was thin. It just didn't look. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't look fly. Mm-hmm. I I never forget one. I was starting to get some money. You know, I was I could. You know, when you get to that point where you're you're an adult, I can buy my yeah. parents yeah. nice gifts. I never forget, man. I bought them this nice ass polo robe, man. You know, it was had big sleeves, yeah. plush, yeah. all of that. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make dad get rid of this. You know, this this naughty ass. You know, house coat that he got. And I wasn't living at home. So, you know, unbeknownst to me, I think and I bought it. It was a he didn't big get rid gr- of it. Look, man, he never wore it. When he passed, <laughs> when, when he passed away and like we were going through his things and I went through his closet, it's still hanging in there with the tag on it. Like, mm. man, I spent 250 yeah, on the yeah, robe. Yeah, and yeah. He, he never. Yeah, I took it. Yeah, you yeah, gotta wear that it's, shit. It's, it's Cause that's robe. your dad robe. It's though. my robe. Now. No, that's your dad's robe. Yeah, but you, it's, it's, we, it's mine. I'm saying. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I took it with. Me. Cause he like he probably was like he probably looked at that shit like yo my son bought me this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm, but, like it was probably like an yeah, heirloom. Yeah. But, but even to, even to a testament to him, like he was, you know, this is what I do. Like this is, right. you know, even though I I had this perception of things that I wanted him to have or looked at. I wanted him to have. He was stuck in his look and what in his comfort, and you know he's still stuck with that with his old house coat to the end. My dad, now my dad, wore all my old clothes I wore in high school. <laughs> when I go into the crib, like he, he got, got some iceberg on, he got, you know, he got all my old polos my, and shit. I'm like, nigga, this clothes yeah. is twenty years old. <laughs> my still, dad, it still fit. He would tell me like, my dad from the West Side, Linwood, 
Uh, Same as my pops. He uh, went to Northwestern High School. Um, he told me like on Fridays it was like a fashion show, bro. Like even in high school, like he said they weren't poor, but they didn't have money, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said if you were a kid going to high school and you wore jeans, you were looked at as a poor kid. Like you got your hair did, you threw your your sweater on, your gabardine slacks, and hard bottom shoes in high school, bro. Something about like as I got older, something about that was like dope to me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people think you wear suits for it. You got to wear a suit for a certain reason nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's 2021, but for me, I always I'm my I try to bring back that essence of like. When Hudson's was here and yeah. the city was, it was a city and people would dress up just to dress up. It don't got to be a reason. It's Tuesday, bro. I got a suit on. Like, yeah, that's so what I'm doing. Now, so what do you, what do you think about this? So like when we think about Detroit and Detroit fashion, mm-hmm. there are a bunch of different staples that we know, but we have a, uh, we a little older than the kids now. Yeah. Um, do you think that Detroit will ultimately lose its thing? Cause like mm-hmm. we be thinking like you know, gators, you know what I'm saying? Your minks. Yeah. Like we, we associate all that with like I, Detroit. Yeah. I still take inspiration from the uncle at the picnic with the, you know, with all the the loud the, the lime green suit on. Yeah. I wouldn't wear that shit, but I take certain things from it and make him out, refine it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um and I and, and even for us uh, being a little bit older, I think we came from a gener- generation like where you know, those things were all at, all in the same house. I knew I could get a Koji or a, a three-piece suit from City Slickers. Yeah, bro. I, I remember going to Mr. Allen's and buying big black gators for yeah, prom. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. So your clients uh, that come in, um, do you got any young kids, young cats that come in? Um, not, not, not really. Um, when I was at the other company I worked for, it's crazy nowadays, bro. These kids wearing Balenciaga shoes. Yeah. They rent foreign car for prom. I'm yeah. Talking, so they would helicopters. I bro, mean, I'm going through prom shit right now with my oldest. That shit was no, like young girl pe- had a helicopter on Cody uh, Field. Like, bro, wow. They going crazy. Yeah. You know, back then it was like I got the big black gators for my prom, and that was it. I got I had a rented tux on, fit terrible, and my boy let his, let me wear his glasses for a picture or some shit. Like that yeah. was. That was it, but not kid like literally kids and, and I feel bad kind of, but it's real. Like I feel like parents sitting in front of me that they really shouldn't be spending this money, spending two thousand dollars on a custom suit for a seventeen year old that's gonna grow out of this next year on prom. Um, it's different nowadays. But I think you asked me about you said like the culture. Yeah, like is it gonna leave or what? You yeah, say? like I, I guess it's more or less like how do. I don't know that we should try to bring it down or it's just going to morph into something else. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I do feel like far as suiting is concerned. I, I don't see kids being interested in that at all. Mm. And I mean, and to be fair, when I was in 12th in high school, I wasn't thinking about wearing suits, but I think it's like, Way like yeah. down, like you know what I'm saying. Like they want to wear the, you know, what the rappers are wearing, and um, you know, with the cool shit. Like you know, I just the, think classic style piece, classic yeah, statement. Go. They just never go out of style. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it it may not be the it may not be the fad right now, but like classic pieces, classic staples, they just never go out of style. So I see like, that. 
I see all the young kids. Uh, they got they suited. The uh, the pants is high, <laughs> and no socks with the with the super fancy shoes. Like that's the look I see. Super duper slim, yeah. like tight, and it's just like. I, it's it's trendy, you know what I'm saying. That's not gonna transcend years, you know what I'm saying. Like, well, let me ask y'all, how do y'all feel about suiting? Uh, you know, I feel I, like I heard I heard your opinion maybe on one of y'all episodes about suits. Like, I forget what you said. Uh, I enjoy suits, you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't wear regular ties no more, only bow ties. But you is a Doctor Umar, Doctor <laughs> CB nigga. But Loki, when I found out how to tie a bow tie, because like the actual tie, it for me, it literally feels like a noose. And I gotcha, used to, when I gotcha. used to wear a, a tie every single day to work, yeah. it just something happened, and I I, I couldn't fuck with it. I got and, you. I, and I just like the look. That's of a crazy bow tie. when you put it like that. You know, for me, uh, I didn't really take dressing up at, or or dressing nicely for work until I moved up into like a leadership position. And I didn't want to look like my employees. I wanted to have some type of separation. And when mm-hmm. I came into the office, like you could tell from looking at me, like I wanted to look important. And I started to take a little bit more, a little bit more pride in my appearance. And when you talk about the suiting, so my son is going to prom in a couple weeks. So like about two, three weeks ago, we started putting his, Mm -hmm. putting his whole look together. And the last time I bought him a suit, he was like in eighth grade. And, you know, we really didn't, you just need a suit to walk across the stage in, but like this is prime. Yeah. You know, we went out. We had to. Ivan came through and, and helped okay. us out. Okay. And we had the whole experience. You know, we we went to we went to a suit store. You know, we we consulted with someone. Yeah. You know, put a complete and cohesive look together based on his date's appearance. And he thought we were all done. I was like, no, you can't wear this suit straight off the rack right. like you gotta get it to, yeah. <laughs> i mean don't, like don't do that <laughs> yeah like like it fits yes but like no this is this is prime you this is your first formal event right. with a young woman like right, she's right, going right. to be i've seen his 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 dates his his girlfriend's dress she's it looks very nice i said you can't go your date's family is going to judge you based on your right, suit. You, right. you're not you're not picking her up with no baggy ass yeah, suit for sure so i mean like the next step like yeah we got the suit now we got to go to the tailor because we got to get the jacket fitted just right these like you you're not gonna cuff the bottom of these of these pants <laughs> like they some fucking levi's like they gonna uh, they yeah, they're man. supposed to drape over yeah. over a top of your uh, uh, uh your dress shoes, so I, I I walked him through the whole experience the same way that my dad did to me at one point. I said, "Man, because you're 18, like, yeah, I'm 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 helping you in this process, but like, you're gonna need suits for for job interviews. You know, you're about to go to college. There's gonna be events that you're gonna have to attend. You might you may want to wear." You know, if if she has some type of a formal event, you can't come in no fucking denim jacket no. and some jeans. Like no. you need to be dressed like a gentleman. Women sure. have a birthday dinner; they dress up. Yeah, man. And when you show up, you probably want to. Yeah. yeah. To me, everything is just too too casual now, man. Like, cats look at me crazy. Like, if I if I go if I date night with my lady, like, I'm th- I'm throwing a suit on. You know, if I'm going to a nice restaurant, you know what I'm saying and. I don't think people like guys our age, they think that's too much or like is corny or I don't know. I, I just want to bring back that essence of dressing. Yeah. Or, I feel you know, stepping it up. That take a lot of confidence for you to be the only person in the room looking a particular way. 
Yeah, and, and a lot of people can't deal with that. And I'm not doing it to flex on nobody or I, I legit feel good when I'm wearing the suit. Um, I feel you like know, I've known you so long. Like this is your. I remember when you worked at Comcast with us for a quick second. I'm, I got to go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and I remember I saw you one day at the parking lot, and like you would you would dress how you were right now. And I we had a brief conversation. You're like, man, I can't I can't do this for long. I'm I'll be out of Bro, here in a second. Comcast was a inter- that's 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 that was a period where I was super frustrated that I had to get out of the mall. And I ran into a guy like, bro, I need to do something different. Get me somewhere. Not to say that, whatever. But, man, it's people at their desk with the Lions hoodies on. They looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he? And I wasn't even wearing, like, full. I wear, like, a, a blazer and jeans. And they was looking at me like, I'm crazy. I'm like. When did you work at Comcast? What year? He worked in the back. We were there. <laughs> I mean, now, now that you say that, I think I remember now. I can't remember exactly. Like I think I, I remember doing, like, with the, the, the Blazers, like, uh, calling the text to go play yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh, that was that was interesting. I just it was during the time game. we was there. Yeah. It was during the time we was there. Yeah, y'all was like in the building further yeah, up. Yeah, he was yeah. in fulfillment then or something. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was it. Was some cool people there, but I was just out of my element completely, bro. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hey man, Comcast is just a bridge to the to something else. No offense to nobody, like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like if you was in a position there doing your thing, it just wasn't me. Like you I know feel what you. Man? It's not for everybody, dog. In yeah. real life, <laughs> like yeah, some people like I just can't. Some people it's a I just can't do it. Or it's anxiety. I gotta. I can't be sitting next to people I, I like can't some sit people want to. Yeah, that long doing that like I'm a robot, bro. That yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. They, they would end up firing me for sure. Yeah, and it'll turn you into something. I mean, I gave that place 14 years. It'll turn you You, into, you were there 14? Yeah, man. I did, I was, what, 11 and a half, almost That's 12? what's up. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. But I, I mean, but like when we started working there, like we were both in sales and the money was fucking. It was good. good. It, it was, was good. ridiculous. It was so when good. we started working there, like I was one of the niggas with the do-rag on. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the Al Woodsy, <laughs> with the do-rag. Yeah. And like when yeah. I was, it was so funny when I look at pictures and, and how I just eventually changed and then I start coming to work in shirt and ties every day. You know what I'm saying? As you I, I look at old pictures, I'm like, nigga, I literally had on a do-rag. With the tail out. A gold with the chain tail out. You was at, at the job? At work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you, you know on Saturdays, you know you what I'm saying? Yeah. On, on, the, on the weekends it was, it was, was dressed down and yeah. you can do whatever. Yeah, it was chill. I'm like, nigga, like I I look like Why was you wearing a do-rag though? You can't. You I had the waves back then. I, I did have the waves. You feel me? Okay. Uh, but don't like, don't get them started. Don't get them started. I got a really funny story. To, uh, I, you know, the Taco Bell right there. Yeah. I walked. You saw it. All right. Y'all have having a moment where you had to go to the bathroom really bad. Not number one. I walked to that. Uh, I'm not about to tell this story. Man, come I, on, I, man. You, you already there now. You already there now, bro. <laughs> I uh I walked to that Taco Bell, got something to eat. I ate in there for whatever reason. Stomach immediately started going crazy. But I'm like, I'm straight. No, no, no. I was walking back. Stomach started going crazy. Long story short, but long long story short, I didn't make it back. <laughs> 
I had to go in there, find the closest bathroom. I took a bird bath in that boy, threw my shit away in there, and finished the day, bro. I just remember that uh, like randomly, but that was, that, was, that was a very uncomfortable, fucked I bet, up day. Dog. I bet. I bet. That's man. wild, man. Yeah. I, I don't want to fuck I say that, but. Hey man, it's it's the it's the tequila. You'd already hit Queens Bar. Yeah. You having some yeah. shots with us. Yeah. You feeling good, man. Feeling good. Y'all never had a moment like that though. Keep it of real. Of course, dog. Absolutely. Of course. It's like it's impossible. Any nigga yeah. that say they haven't, they lying. Yeah. You feel like you gotta uh, then it's just <laughs> You think it's, it's a fart. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is and it comes with a combo. It's a shark. Yeah. Lucky yeah. <laughs> you just hit my draw, so I just threw them, <laughs> I just threw them shits away and it was <laughs> I had it happen at a young lady's house. Ooh, okay. I was in the bed. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. That that's tough. That's tough. Hey, man. I mean, it. Yeah. it shit happens. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Play as fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, man, I said, I, I guess I, bought, I just bought you some new sheets. Man, that's funny. Uh, you didn't pee on chicks' couches, laptops. You didn't Look, pee. I'm telling you, liquor does not like. When I used to drink, you know, like I'm, you know how we was talking, like, look, when you drink and you get fucked up, it does, it, you just yeah. fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, shit, I didn't have some nights where I just been fucked up. For and, sure. For sure. you know, whatever happens, I just have to, I just have to ask for forgiveness in the morning. But like, fuck, <laughs> you know, that, that Hennessy don't sit well after you drink. Mm. Hennessy and White Castle or, mm. you know, you, st- you, Come on, hold on. I I know you know. I I, I give you a, a you know. Ivan was a preaches has been a pastor. Or what mm. Ivan's inaugural ceremony? Me me and Jay me and Van Pierce went out. Okay. Me and me and Van Pierce hit White Castle. We we probably ate thirty sliders between the two of us. Went crazy, yeah. You know, just we 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 drunk as hell sitting outside his brother house. Thirty sliders between the two of us. The next day we are in church. There is no AC in the church. <laughs> <laughs> the the church feels like hell. You know, it's got it's got a couple fans in the top, and, and, and the hand fans. Me and Jaden went crazy on White Castle. We are both dying in church, like Man. literally sweating, sweating the onion smell in the pews out in church. And and we are, Ivan is, and, and anybody that know my boy Ivan, I love him to death. Yeah. That is my brother. Yeah. He is the most long-windedest nigga yeah. that you will ever <laughs> yeah. meet in life. Ivan to talk, for sure. He'll talk your face off. Yeah. And I'm... The sermon felt like it was four hours long, man. By the time he made it to the benediction, I was dead. I was dead, and I smelled like White Castle onions. Yeah. Eating White That's Castle wild. drunk is a, is, is, is a move, though. Hey, look, man. Back in high school, I used to date this girl named Tasha. She lived she lived off of Linwood right up the street from White Castle. Mm. i get a sack of 10 cheese, hit the liquor store, get a two-liter, and I would— I eat that shit at her house and watch the Chris Rock show. I remember her mama. T- I remember her mama told me one time, "I never want you to use my bathroom again." <laughs> you was killing that boy. Every every Friday, this was my routine. Every Friday, every Friday though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tasha Damn, was my. Bro. She was my Friday move. You would smack the tin with cheese and then get a two liter, two liter of Mountain Dew. And we watched the Chris Rock show. You're a real nigga, bro. That's wild. <laughs> man, look though, man. Uh, I, I, I'm so happy that you. Uh, I know it probably wasn't easy to step out on faith and, and, and start your own venture, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been I've been looking and watching. Like, yo, this is extremely dope, man. Appreciate um, it, man. 
And it's funny how God sometimes align things up, you know, like you say, you went into work on a Friday night, feeling good, probably had something planned with the lady, not expecting dinner that night and everything, bro. He just, yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead. Yeah. Not expecting that to happen. And because of that, you know, move which happens in business where I don't, I don't know, you know, the inner workings or, you know, what, what led to that point, but, (laughs) but because of that move, like you're in a much better position. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I I learned a lot there though. It was some positives from there. It was just a stepping stone, man. It was my time to get up. So I, I needed that. I I needed to get fired because I was was in a safe zone. You know what I'm saying? I was getting a, you know, getting a check every week and it was straight and I was comfortable, you know, but I needed that push to really get out and do my own thing for sure. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to uh to to come in and get fitted the whole nine yards, the whole experience, I know you mentioned like an app. Like, how do they get in contact with you? How do they do that? Yeah, I mean, you can either go to the website, um, dandydetroit.com. You can book straight from my Instagram, um, at dandy.detroit. Um, so you can book through Facebook. But I'm I'm just, I'm easy, bro. You can just hit me. You can reach anybody any kind of way nowadays. Shoot me a DM. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most of our, a lot of our listeners uh, are around our age base, males around this age, mm-hmm. our age base. Uh, so hit up, hit them hit, hit up. Go yeah, to hit Danny. me up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a cool cat from the city, man. I think one po- one positive thing about me, man, I think coming from the city, you, a lot of us, we, we can communicate with people A to Z, whether you in the hood or you grew up in the burbs. Da, da 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 like you know what I'm saying with <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, like we 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 can we can um communicate effectively with all those type of people. So um yeah, if if, if you out there and you're looking for custom suiting, you know, get with me. Um it's it's wild that you say that. I was having a conversation with somebody this week cuz like uh people who listen to the pod, you know, they have a, a understanding of me. People I grew up with have an understanding of me. Niggas that may look at a dad joke may have an understanding of me. Like all these me's are me. You feel me? Yeah. Like <laughs> you think you are <laughs> you think you're gonna get dad joke me and you come at me the wrong way, you may get Joe Roll Nevergreen me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it don't matter. Like you can, are interesting, we man. Can I have adjust, to say that. We can adjust to any situation. You feel me? I you, think I you know Dame you. a little better. Yeah. I didn't really know you, but from listening to the pie, I'm like, this dude is interesting. But but I mean growing up in Detroit, you gotta be you know, more than one thing because you're you're in so many different circles, whether it's school, work, yeah. you know, being in the hood and that just being able to adapt. Yeah. And you got to be able to navigate because Detroit is a jungle. It is, and if bro. and if niggas smell fear, if they think it's that over. you pray like you're going to have problems around. Yeah, this like bitch. I was just telling you, I was in that liquor store before I came here. You know, I'm in there with a suit on. It's like, that's another thing. Cash, like, oh, he got a suit on. People that just met me now, they like. They may I, I can sense it that they think something, but then they hear me and they talk to me and they're like, oh okay. Don't let the suit fool you. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. He he okay. He he, he not that. <laughs> I let these braces down and go to work on you. Like yeah, and let- it's not even that. It's just like you know I, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm like you, bro. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying. I just I just got a suit on. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So don't let this confuse. A lot of people come in here and you know set up sessions or whatever. Uh, like I'm at, when I'm here during the week during studio, like I'm in business mode. So you come in, hey, how you doing? Set y'all session up. I'm not here laughing and joking and shit. 
And then people would listen to the pod. It was like, oh, you don't talk while you in here. Like you a whole different. Because this ain't my show. Like <laughs> I, I do that. Like when I'm here for sessions too, like this, this ain't my show. Like, like you, know, you, bu- you booked a session. And like, I got, like, I have to be professional. You know what I'm saying? When y'all call or text, whatever, I'm trying to respond as quick as possible. Let me set you up and get everything like that. Cause like, I, I can't be this week in culture shop talk podcast flip on while we trying to do business. Like, no, nah, I'm going to handle the business after y'all shit is over with, hey, you know, we can, we can laugh and interact, but we'd be like, yo, you, why you be so quiet? I was like, uh, it's not my time to talk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> like, my time to talk. Like in real life, I, you know, be talking some shit. until I be, yeah. until I feel I'm comfortable and know what the fuck is going on, you know? Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, you already gave you whose man's is this, didn't I did. You? I did. Uh, but for, uh, you got a music pick. I do got a music pick. My music pick of the week is my favorite rapper that owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my homie Name Tag Alexander. Name Tag. Man, that nigga, you name that, you do not. Ain't name, name Tag, tag owes me money. Owe nigga money. Name <laughs> Tag owes me money. And until he pays up. Like I'm, I'm a preference this every week. Did you see where Fifty Cent like is going after Tierra Marie's assets? Mm. So name tag that you was can. A minute ago, right? No, it's just recent. Oh, Yo, okay. that shit weak to me though. Yeah, niggas can laugh and joke. That shit weak to me. A lot of shit that nigga be doing be weak in it, real yeah. life. It's questionable. It's, like, it's it's whole nigga shit. But name tag, you owe me money, and I don't want to have to go through through those type of hoops in order to get my money and you keep dropping music so I know you're making money (laughs) (laughs) but shout out to the homie name tag he dropped a uh, he dropped a project recently and one of my favorite songs I I got a chance to ride around and listen to the project a little bit today the song that I'm really feeling is between name tag Alexander and another spitter from Detroit Travis Slang is called Believe you gonna make it work you gonna listen? <laughs> right back to put in work from the ground up, get it out the dirt. Mind frame like we made it to the league. Just a year to make moves and make them believe. Wait and see. Right back to put in work from the ground up, get it out the dirt. Mind frame like we made it to the league. This a year to make moves and make them believe. Wait and see, uh. Gotta keep the pen sharp, how to work smart. Allow me to be a benchmark. Y'all ain't in the game, leaving benchmarks. Hot flow, Basquiat of Picasso. This art put on display by this artist. Go get her hit target. Pin game, not garbage, no bars discarded. The most marvelous part of this Motown sound. Like the Marvelettes and the Vandellas who Martha led. Strong arm, my way in. Buff this Cartier's. My spark and flare is why I'm one of the starting players. I'm a special cut, this clarity's pretty rare. If we being clear, I'm making it kind of unfair. It's like the game with the cheat code on Thought I wouldn't level up, you couldn't be so wrong They whisper your success, well I guess that the beat goes on But real kings never get dethroned, I'm saying Right back to put in work Yeah, name tag can rap, dog He can rap I can tell, he can rap <laughs> Yeah, yeah, name tag can rap So I want y'all to support, get behind my boys, support him Because the more money he makes, the more he can get me and get out of debt Yo, Stream the album, all that. We'll have the links in there. But go ahead and buy the physicals because... Yeah, I'm, he does have physical copies, and I absolutely want one. Because the CD looks dope because it's the 
the speedometer or the odometer, yeah. like the shit looks dope. And I'm getting back into all the physical media, everything I can get on vinyl. I've been catching on vinyl, and um, I think I'm about to back start buying. And Name Tag has some vinyl too for his yeah, last I project. It, I got his uh, last project on vinyl. Um, but I, I, you know, I fuck with vinyl heavy. But I'm about to get back into CDs because one, the CD mute, the CD does still sound better, and two, CD quality. Really, that's not, yeah. that's funny when niggas are like, "This is CD quality" because the CD quality actually sounds good. But Apple did just release this lossless music format. Anyway, that's that's my nerd shit. But uh, <laughs> I'm about to start buying CDs and shit again because that booklet and all that that shit is important. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm about to start buying. It's CDs a different again. experience to listen yeah. to music. Can I ask y'all one question about the Detroit artist? What's up? Who y'all favorite like hood Detroit rapper? Uh, you know, I love Babyface Ray right now. Yeah, okay. I love Babyface Ray, and I, you know, who's Bezo been on a hot street? Bezel been on a hot street, and man. Doug dropped a project today. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't have a favorite Detroit street artist right now. Okay, because everybody out here, out here is doing it. Yeah, like, like in some on some real shit. Like Detroit has so many different groups of different mm-hmm. type of street music that's fuck that's going around. Y'all listen to Dame Dot. Yeah, I like sure. Dame. Dot. Okay, I love I love Team Eastside. Okay, Peasy. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I fuck with Ray though. Ray, I feel like Ray is a star. Yeah, I, yeah. Like he 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 on that cusp of being a breakout star. Yeah, man. Um, I'm proud of Detroit in every form in every facet of music. Whether it's the super duper street, we got lyrical street. Like if you a Bodie James type nigga, like Bodie, my music man, is gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be it's street Bodie music, hard. but it's gonna be Detroit is MC fu- music. Detroit is full of so many talented MCs. Dusty, Dusty, love Dusty, love Dusty. 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 Fucking, and then and then with even even to be a little bit more intimate, when I look at our circle, like just just dudes that we know and that we fuck with heavy, that I can pick up the phone and call. Call associates, call friends that are just making I mean, high quality rap music right now. I see the streams from United Masters for D Rick Project. You feel me? Uh, like I like it's good music, and we got like the numbers is there. Yeah, man, you know? it's it's a lot of good music coming out of the city. I'm really excited for some projects. Shit, I, I'm starting to work on my shit. So I mean, it's it's gonna be a lot you of good, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Right. So right. it's gonna be a. You know, it's gonna be a a, a a cold rest of the year, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, is it man. time for the benediction? Yeah, man, it is, dog. Okay. So, as customary with all of our guests, uh, we let them go first, give out all their socials and all their information. So, Nelson, go ahead and bless us one more time. Yeah, man. Um, again, I, I appreciate y'all guys for having me on, man. My name is Nelson T. Sanders Jr. and um, shit, Instagram Dandy Detroit. Um, that's pretty much where I do most of my stuff at website dandydetroit.com man um, but you'll see me out in these streets and if you downtown man you see the six foot guy with the suit on that's me okay Detroit is the new black the, I'm yeah I'm located inside of Detroit is new black right downtown 1430 Woodward uh, pull up I'm in there usually you know 
every day. And if you're from out of town and you need to come through, um, it's downtown Detroit. You'll be safe. Uh, it's on Wilbert, so yeah, you'll, you'll definitely right, be right safe. Right next door to Shinola Hotel. Shinola um, Hotel. So come, uh, you know, fly in town, get you suited by the best, you know, and go yeah. back to wherever you come from. This yeah. outro music hard, too. Yeah, man. It's just, I fuck it, with this. This is the Benny music. Uh, it's your man, Dame, three underscores, 313 on Twitter, on Instagram. So it's all, you know, all seamless. At me. Talk to me. I talk back. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Uh, listen, man. Uh, shout out to Nelson for coming through, man. We appreciate yeah. you. Uh, love everything that you're doing. We're going to continue this. And if any Thank way you. that we can support, just let us know, and we got you. Yeah, the door's always open. And uh, me, and you, me and you talk, so, yeah. man, you know, come yeah. get at us anytime. Um, my dogs. Shout out to y'all for listening. Uh, you know, next, this is still Urban Podcast Month. Uh, next year we'll be normal, so we'll probably have another event. You feel me? No, no, no. We're going we gonna to still still had a joint that we talked about because yeah, somebody we, invited us to do a podcast inside their restaurant. Yeah, what day? We, mm. We'll talk about Yeah, we just, we just got to figure out the uh, dates. We're going to do a live podcast coming from a restaurant because mm. uh, we out here. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got liquor out here, CM Prey liquor. So yeah, y'all boys moving, CM Prey though. Hey, man, tequila. it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Um, and listen, man, next month, June, technically like June 15th, be five years of Shop Talk Podcast, wow. my nigga. Five whole fucking years, dog. Can't wow. you believe that shit, dog? Dog, I always say I just thought I was doing you a solid on one Friday evening, and this has turned into, you know, our, our commitment. Five years, uh, we're going to be rolling out some... Oh, yeah, the price of the brick went up already. Because uh, mm. <laughs> rent went up. Rent goes up June 1st, so we had to prepare. So the uh, price of the brick went up. It is what it is. Uh... I didn't do a. I didn't increase anything last year because of COVID. Uh, because I'm here for the people. You feel me? It's times is hard, but price of the brick went up. ShopTalkPodcastStudio.com. Book some time. You see the blue and the black. You know where the fuck you at. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.